I've always had the heart of, if this is where the Lord has me, um, He's going to supply what I need. And right. so if I need something, then I'm going to have to trust Him for it. And if He wants me to have it, then He's more than capable of providing. Welcome to this week's episode of the His Hill Podcast. My name is Kelly Darty, and I'm your host. I have a couple of guests with me today. Uh, they're actually a married couple. I, uh, I knew one of them since he was just a little guy because he grew up here on staff. But these are the, the Wolgamuts. We have Levi and Rachel Wolgamut with us. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. It's good to have you with us. Thanks for doing this. You're both really busy. One's in charge of housekeeping. The other's in charge of maintenance. And, and uh, they took some time out to do this. And that's a, that was a big ask. So what they're doing, I really appreciate. How are you guys doing? Yeah, doing well. Okay. Yeah, doing well. Like you said, pretty busy. Got lots of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of things going on. Yeah, there's so much new going on as well as maintaining the uh, the old. I remember Levi one time when we were in uh, as staff, your dad and I were in England at a conference and at a torchbearer conference, and you know your dad was in charge of maintenance at the time, and he he went to the maintenance meeting, sat down with all these maintenance people from all over the world and they wanted them to go around the circle, tell everybody who you are and what your responsibilities are. And so your dad was like halfway through and he didn't think anything of it when it was his turn. He told him I'm Herb Olgamut. And then he started to list the things he's in charge of. And he said one by one, he realized, you know, heads were turning and staring at, they couldn't believe it. They said, how, how many buildings are on that property and he told them (laughs) they couldn't believe it because there's what there's easy what at least 30 probably i've never actually stopped to count but i'd imagine about that number yeah and then there's you know the acreage and and there's the horses and it just went on and on and on they couldn't believe it and that you know one guy was overseeing all of this so there is so there's just the maintenance plus all the new things that are going on yeah, that you guys are busy with. That's really that's neat. And and Rachel, uh, you are. Uh, what's the title? Because that title keeps yeah, changing over the years. Yeah. <laughs> As of now, I call it head of housekeeping. Okay. So. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I always mm-hmm. thought it was. But yeah. sometimes people want to give it a different name. But yeah. yeah, head of housekeeping. Yeah, which is really big because I never really thought about it. You two are basically taking care of everything. <laughs> yeah, just everything. Yeah, yeah kind yeah. of. <laughs> That's good. Well, I thought it would be uh, it, it would be interesting for our listeners to to hear from you, um, and you know, again, just to to hear your testimony, how you came to know the Lord, and how you guys got together, and what the Lord's doing in your heart now. So, you know, Rachel, let's go, ladies, first. Uh, yes. Now, tell t- just tell us what kind of family did you grow up in? Yeah, I grew up in a very loving Christian family. I always joke I was introduced to torchbearers at a very young age because I was two years old when my dad was a student at Ravencrest. And so, yeah, I was, I'm was i the oldest in the family. So it was him, my mom, and I, and he was a student. And, um, yeah, we had a, growing up, just very, that whole message of Christ in you and living his life in and through you was just so clear in my parents and how they did devos with us and just communicated that to us and it was really sweet so I really appreciated that growing up and especially having later gone on to be a student at the hill here and um, just hearing that message over and over again I appreciated that I had already learned that at a young age so how old were you when they were students two 
Okay, you yeah. were two. Do you remember much of that? I no. Okay. <laughs> I really don't. All right, know. but now you, you still um, kind of don't. Don't you have a home in? We do. Yeah, yeah. my family. We ended up. My parents loved Colorado and Estes Park so much. They bought a house down the road from Ravencrest, and okay. so they've kept that um, over the years. And really, yeah, love visiting in that place and everything. Oh so. yeah, I bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that uh, are, is their home in Estes. Uh, no, they or live the in other Dallas way. currently. Okay. Um, yeah. So. No, so they don't, you still have a home in. Yes, we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that home do. is in Estes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and, is. but your family is in Dallas. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are. They okay. currently live there. So. And how many siblings do you have? I have four siblings. Yeah. One of them is actually currently a student here right now. Um, but yeah, I'm the oldest and there's, uh, two boys and two girls. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, uh, and gee, Almost all of you have been students here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the youngest one's coming next year. So <laughs> that's that's fun. That's great. Um, actually, I was a I was here. I had already left staff when you came as a student. Yeah, it was like the year I think right after. But I was the guest speaker when you came for your taste and see. Mm-hmm. You came to check the place because yeah, I remember yeah. meeting you and your family. Because for some reason there weren't any staff around right then. So yeah. I was. I thought well. You know, it's only been a few weeks since I've done this. I know what to do. So I, I remember meeting you all and talking with you and showing you around a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay. So tell us, how did you come to know Jesus? Yeah. Well, I honestly, it's hard. It's, I grew up always hearing about him. And so I feel like there's never been a time I, I didn't know him, but my mom would say I accepted Christ at the age of five is when I like said the prayer with her and everything. And so that was one thing I think growing up, I always felt a little insecure about, I didn't have this like definite date that I could say, this is when I accepted Christ. But I think it's just been sweet to realize like, that's just a sweet message in its own that I have known him all my life and been able to grow that relationship with him. And so, yeah, I think at a young age, I did it more out of a fear of, yeah, just not being able to go to heaven in some ways and being saved. And, um, but yeah, since then it's just been so sweet to see how at such a young age, the Lord was teaching me things and Mm. growing that relationship and beginning that. And so, yeah. I, I appreciate you saying that. I, I know in one of our earlier episodes, one of the first ones, we actually talked about this, that mm-hmm. uh, we had um, a, a, another staff, former staff kid, um, Nathan McCall was on yeah. and he had the mm-hmm. same kind of testimony that he doesn't really know a date, you know, yeah. doesn't have a mm-hmm. real memory of that. And we talked about that, how that, you know, the, it's what's important is whether or not, you know, you know, the Lord, mm-hmm. it's not so much, you know, when it started, now, you know, it's nice to know that. You know, it's for, you know, for so many of us that can think of that time, but, but, uh, just what's important is that you're his and mm-hmm. that, you know, that, you know, him yeah. and, you know, his spirit, you know, works that in us. And, you know, so that's, I appreciate you saying that for anybody out there that's, you know, that, that struggles mm-hmm. over that, because what's important is, is knowing Jesus, you know? Yeah. So that's great. Well, thank you. Okay. Levi, um, now it's, it's going to be hard for me to ask you questions because I'm just assuming, you know, because I look at Rachel, I can ask questions because I don't know the answers, you know, but, but yeah. you, I know so many of the answers. Yeah, <laughs> it's, right. it's, it's hard. Well, what should I, well, anyway, let's make it simple. Uh, why don't you tell everybody, you know, when did you come to know Jesus? Um, well, I'm very similar to Rachel in that way. Hmm. It was at a young age. I was supposedly four and I don't really remember it either. Um, my mom and dad said that's when I prayed the prayer, but like most things at that age, you don't really know what's going on. And it is basically just a ticket to get out of hell. And so that's, 
you know, the mindset that I, I'm sure, had at that time. And so I can't say definitely that I remember it, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely, you know, it's like you said, it's it's a continual thing of knowing that I am his and, yeah. you know, just having that assurance and not having to worry about it because I can just walk with him. Right. Yeah, that's, well, I appreciate that. Both of you having the, the same, that's interesting that both of you would have the, the, the same uh, background with that. And I guess, Levi, with with you, same thing, growing up with hearing Christ is your life, always hearing about Jesus, that that makes sense, you know, that when would there have been a time, you know, right. yeah, a specific time? Yeah, that, I yeah. mean, because like you kind of opened up with, my parents were on staff, so I grew up in this atmosphere and hearing Christ preach and all the time, whether it was even by you or Charlie or my parents, yeah. you know, so... It was just a wonderful opportunity. What was it like for you growing up here? Well, it's not like anywhere else, um, that is for sure. Um, Living in a community like the Hill um, for your childhood is just, it's amazing. Mm. In a lot of ways, it's hard to describe um, because it's so different than what a normal kid would go through when you're surrounded by so many um, believers who are walking with the Lord and can't say for all the students necessarily, especially when they first got here, that they were walking with the Lord. Um, But so often there are so many times where they realized that their faith wasn't their own. It was their parents. And to see that really just resonate in their lives and to watch them as they started their relationship with the Lord you know, you can't, you can't put a price on that and you can't, nobody else growing up really has that day in and day out when you have so many students coming in so many different years mm-hmm. and you're seeing the same thing happen. And obviously that's not true for every single student because some of them were walking with the Lord and stuff like that. So, I mean, but still, um, the Lord did amazing things in their lives and it was awesome to be able to see that. And so... Growing up in that atmosphere, like I said, is just, it's not like any other. Mm-hmm. And so it was yeah. very special. I can say as a parent, you know, during those years, that it was incredible to watch you kids grow up. There was, there was 10 of you that were all within, you know, roughly the same age. Yeah, and, like six years. Yeah. And, and so you were all homeschooled. Yeah. You all were in, so you, you all studied in the morning and then went to the fish house and we were all together. And there's just always, you know, the guys were torturing the girls and it was, you know, and it they was, were torturing yeah, us. they did. <laughs> they worked hard at getting back at you, but it was, uh, it was a neat thing to watch. I remember one time the t- all 10 of you were together and you were all pretty young at this point. You were behind the rock house, which is our, our office building. And all 10 of you took off running around the building and you went down through the parking lot and you just, all 10 of you just ran right across the street. Nobody looked one way or the other, just right across the street and down the hillside. And I remember watching this thinking, these kids have no idea <laughs> what other kids are having to deal with, you know, you're having to learn how to cross the street and all this, yeah. just out in the country and just running. I thought we, we've got a few things we're going to have to explain. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it was good for, for, you know, for all of you to be around these, these believers year in and year out that plugged into your life and really complimented us as parents. And, and I was always appreciative, 
appreciative of those students like that and good friendships that, that, you know, yeah. the 10 of you have even to yeah. this day still. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, that, that's a neat thing. Now, um, you also went to Bible school. I did. Yes. Yeah. I went to uh, Cape Moray Harbor uh, or Thetis Island for a year. Um, it was actually the same year that Audrey uh, McCall, but now Griggs went there too. Um, and we, I had a great time. Um, it's very different atmosphere because it rains all the time (laughs) (laughs) and we hardly get any rain here, but, um, it was a great time of just diving deeper into God's word and having that time, um, set aside to do that. Yeah. Being with other believers from all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I remember that very well because you and I drove up there. I was my family was <laughs> That's in, right, we did. Yeah. My family was in Canada at the time and so we drove up together yeah. and uh and we did it straight through. I think we stopped in Idaho at a rest area to sleep and that For was like a, 45 minutes or and something that was and it. that was it. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, good. Okay, uh Rachel, what year were you a student? I was a student, I came in fall of 2015, and I did a first year, and then I came back the next year and did a second year. So. Right. And what what was your time here like? What were uh, some highlights of being here? Yeah, I mean, I think just, even what Levi had said earlier about like seeing how my faith became my own during that time, mm-hmm. I think was just so amazing, and just truths that I think I came into it thinking I knew so many things, and then sitting under the teaching, I was quickly humbled into realizing like I just I needed to be reminded of the basics just daily and um, yeah it was so good I loved just the teaching uh, both the first year but especially the second year I think was just so encouraging mm-hmm. um, for me and the foundation that was like the first year building off of that second year I really enjoyed it and um, yeah even just the fellowship with other believers I think having people that are your same age and um, being able to hang out together, I would say that was just amazing and having fun together and yeah. uh, doing all the things around the hilltop. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just really sweet to get to experience community like that. Okay. And so I really enjoyed it. Did, did you have to take the, did, was Charlie still giving the basic Bible knowledge exam at the he beginning was, of the year? Yes, he was. How did you do on that? I don't even remember. <laughs> I feel like I probably didn't do super great. Well, most, <laughs> most people don't. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, really it interesting. Was, it was yeah. very eye-opening too. And I think it's a good thing that he does it because yeah, it does help I, people realize, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, this is a good place to be. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be a good year. And then I know sometimes he gives it at the end of the year again, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's encouraging for the students to be able to do that and just see what the Lord's done in their, just, just in, in their minds, yeah, you know, yeah. just, just helping them with the practical of, of what's in the word. Mm-hmm. But, um, but also too, you know, I, you've mentioned it, you know, both, both of you, we've talked about the message of Christ being your life. I can remember how many times well, I can't remember how many times that goes against the point I'm making. I can't remember how many times we had students come up to us when I was full-time here, like a week or two in, into school and say, why has nobody ever told me this before? Mm -hmm. And with almost anger. And, uh, then I, I I would tell them a story of a lady I know in town who, Mm -hmm. same thing. She said that she had come to realize that Christ is her life. She'd been a believer since she was a kid, you know, grew up in a Christian home, regularly attending church. And she says, you know, she was upset, mm-hmm. but then her, that was her first thought. Why has nobody told me this? And then her second thought was, wait a minute, he lives in me. I have his word. You know, why, you know, the, the, the person to look to is me. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And that's the thing in it. I mean, we, because we have to come to the end of ourself yeah. to hear that, yeah. you know, it be, be done with us before, you know, we can actually hear, Oh, wait a minute. Jesus is better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then often what I have found too, is that if the it, students get really excited about this in the beginning of the mm-hmm. year and it's not till the end of the, toward the end of the year, they start to realize, okay, this is not, you know, cause we get excited. Oh, Christ is, you know, it's all about Jesus. It's not about me. It's going right. to be, you know, I'm so excited about mm-hmm. this Lord Jesus, live your life in me and, and do it this way. Mm-hmm. You know, we have an expectation of what his life's going to be like. And, yeah. and our students can often get frustrated throughout the year because he's not doing that. And then we get toward the, the, the last quarter of the year and people start to realize, wait a minute, uh, the problem's me, you know, yeah. and now it's, I, I need to, I, I, and I often I get excited when they come to talk to me about that because, oh boy, things are about mm-hmm. to happen now. Yeah. But anyway, that's good. So, okay. How did you guys end up coming together? <laughs> well, uh, Rachel's looking at me to, <laughs> uh, I guess, say what happened. Um, I, I honestly don't know because, I mean, she was a student for two years and then she was on staff. Uh, for and two you were staffed the two years she was a student. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I was even her outreach leader. And, I mean, we had interaction, obviously, especially just even as a student we did. But um, it was never anything more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't till... Um, her second year on staff that, I don't know, something, you know, maybe the Lord finally took the scales off of my eyes to actually see her for who she was. Um, and there started to be an interest there and, um, it kind of takes time to finally have the courage to talk to a girl. Um, And so that took a little while. Um, The summer before we kind of started liking each other, she was hanging out with my sister a lot uh, because my sister volunteers for camp. And so naturally, um, because she was hanging out with my sister, we hung out quite a bit more just because we were the same circle then. And so that's, I guess, probably when I really started to notice um, who she was and, you know, her love for the Lord. And that that is something that is, you know, most important in a relationship is finding somebody who loves the Lord. And so and there's obviously also many other qualities about her as well. um, But that's kind of the main one that you should look for. And so... In that, we obviously were hanging out more, and so there started to be an interest, um, but it wasn't till the missions trip of that following year where um, I was in charge of divvying up everybody's work uh, load and uh, putting people in certain places, and so I made sure that she was on uh, my work team that year so that we could hang out a little bit more and... um, and all that and so it wasn't till um the end of that missions trip um we were on the way back and she was riding in one of the vans and i was driving the bus and um i had texted her um very nervously asking if she'd like to talk um and she 
for some reason said yes. <laughs> and so when we got back, literally when we got back, we unloaded the few things that we had in the vehicles and uh, we went for a walk. And I'm not someone who likes to beat around the bush uh, when I made up my mind. And so I pretty quickly just told her, hey, I'm interested in you and would like to get to know you more. And uh, I'd like to know how you feel about that. Sounds like you were on a couple of missions. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, and of course, you know, she can say, you know, her side of it up till that point. Yeah, I mean, I think what Levi had said, though, I had, we had been spending more time together that summer and just intentionally getting to know each other better and just as two individuals. And so then I think I just was able to observe him and see that, yeah, he loved the Lord and that was important to me as well. And, and again, I think it was, I, if anything was going to happen though, I wanted him to be the one to pursue it. And so, yeah, when he asked me to loop, he was just very intentional and straightforward with it. Okay. So so let people know what loop means. Yes. So we have a loop (laughs) around the hilltop and we call it looping when you go on a walk around the loop. So we went looping and yeah, very quickly he asked to get to know me and we probably did completed that loop and then we were tired because it was mission trips. So we, <laughs> we're like, okay, we'll get to know each other. Um, but no, we spent two months of intentionally getting to know each other. And then he asked my dad to um, date me. And then, yeah, after that we dated for two years. And then he proposed on our two-year anniversary of dating and then got married in April of last year. That's right. So you're newlyweds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's new. It was a really neat wedding. Levi, your dad officiated. Yeah. yeah it was in downtown in comfort. So yeah. it's funny mm-hmm. to call it a downtown, but that's, right. <laughs> that's what it is though. But it was a really neat time with a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of friends yeah. from, uh, from church, from Hill, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, from, and then your side of the family, yeah, Rachel, yep. people from mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. It was a really neat celebration. It, it was. was, it was a special day. So now what's it been like? Cause you guys have made, had made the transition from being on staff single to on staff married. Mm-hmm. What, what's that been like? What's because I'm sure, I mean, everybody coming on staff has to make adjustments, mm-hmm. Yeah. but that's kind of unique though. Like you're already on staff and then you get married. Yeah. So there's, I mean, you're already set in your way as a staff person, but now you're sharing it with somebody. So what's that been like making the change? It's definitely been interesting. And I mean, anytime anyone ever gets married, it's, <laughs> it's quite a big change. And so getting used to that, it definitely took a little while Um, but, uh, I mean, I, for my part, it didn't seem too crazy. It just meant packing up stuff and moving and then learning how to live with a roommate that's (laughs) not another guy, (laughs) (laughs) which is very different. So, but yeah. Yeah. I would say because we dated for at least two years before, um, getting married and we were both, you know, still working here and everything, it's. I, it hasn't been as hard of an adjustment as I think I expected it to be. It was actually quite a smooth transition in some ways. But yeah, just learning what it's like to live with a guy now and like yeah. all those things that come with it. It's been good. But I think I've realized that I feel like being married is <laughs> easier than dating. That sounds silly. But like I think I was always thought that it would be more challenging than it was. And just seeing how the Lord just used that transition and just his perfect timing. I think it was just sweet to trust him with that process. So yeah. well, that's good. 
And everybody says how the first year of marriage is really hard, and I'm not claiming that it was easy or anything Mm -hmm. like that. We still have our ups and downs, but living here at the Hill and working together, not necessarily side by side, but in the same community, seeing each other really often throughout the day, just, I think, really changed what we would normally expect of Mm. that kind of relationship. Mm. And so, like Rachel said, um, dating was almost a little bit harder than it was once we Mm. were married because Mm -hmm. in dating, you always have to say goodbye at the end of the day and you go your separate ways. And now it was like, well, we don't have to do that anymore. (laughs) So, um, most couples don't deal with that because they maybe see each other a few times a week, you know, and so they're not doing that as much. And so it was, I don't know, it just was very different in that way. Yeah. I I appreciate that. You know, it's interesting. Madeline, my youngest daughter, Levi, you grew up with, um, she was saying the same thing because of our family business. She and her husband, Tylan, they're working together. And so they see each other throughout the day and they were talking about how, you know, just how good that's been for them. Yeah. Uh, because before we moved back, you know, well, he had his day job and, you know, then come back later in the day and that kind of thing. But yeah, it, it really is a, a neat thing. It's a, it's a, a gift from the Lord to be mm-hmm. able to, it, it, now some people would think, oh my goodness, you got to be together all day, <laughs> you know, but, but no, it's really a neat thing when you, when you're doing something together, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're working at something together. Uh, it, it actually is, is such a neat blessing. And, it is, yeah. And so, I mean, you know, Arlene and I never really thought about it. All those years we were on staff here, you know, that that's just what we were doing. And uh, so it's, yeah, that, that, that is what, what a gift it is from the Lord to be together like that and to, you know, to really learn what it means to be, really learn what it means to be partners right. you know, and, yeah. and, and, to, mm-hmm. and to walk together with all of this. Well, what is it like for you guys as staff now, not just married staff, but just as staff, what, what has been some highs and some lows for you? What are, what are you know, I, we know what it is, you know, people always want to be on staff. Yeah. You know, there's this, you know, they, especially well, students will come and they just want to, they don't want to leave, you know, and then they think being staff would be something else, but it's just be incredible. And it is, but it's not always, you know, what it appears to be. What are some struggles the Lord's had to, to work with you on being in staff? Um, I think for me, at least, I think my first year on staff was also quite the transition. I think uh, John Forrest one time was talking to him and he was saying how your first year on staff is always the hardest because you're figuring out what that looks like and everything. And so I would say for me, that was a huge transition just going from being a student to being on staff. But I think also just um, as students come and go, that's always really hard to be able to become vulnerable and uh, build a relationship with them, but then also have them leave is always a challenge. But it's also so sweet to see how the Lord works in their heart, and it's just encouragement to us. And um, yeah, I feel like I always joke with students that they learn so much, but I also feel like on staff, you learn so much more too. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it has to do more maybe practically and living your life in the everyday mundane and still relying on the Lord through that. And, um, yeah, I, I feel like that's probably my biggest thing. So. I can, I can identify with that. I know that when we were here full time, um, you know, you're just 
with the students so much, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. and, and every closing ceremony at the end of the year can just be such a train wreck, you know, and because it's just, it is big emotions because you, it's an intense year, um, you know, because as a discipleship program, it's not, it's one that we're actually all living together. And they're often in our homes and, you know, it's, you know, and you go out with students and it's just, you know, and so it's pretty intense. And then you just, the things that you're dealing with, with each other, you know, working through things. And, uh, it it got to where those closing ceremonies, I would stay, you know, for, you know, I'd stay for the actual ceremony and for a few minutes to say goodbye to people. And then I would just leave. Mm -hmm. I just go to the house and just, (laughs) you know, just get away from it. What about you, Levi? What's been some I mean, I would say it's probably the exact same for Rachel that she said. Um, It's not easy having people come in for a short period of time and getting to know them and walk alongside them as they grow in their relationship with the Lord and then having them leave after that, especially when sometimes they stay for multiple years, whether it's second year or even longer as interns. Um, you know, mm. they're only here for a short amount of time. And so you spend all that time getting to know them. And then because of the atmosphere of the hill, um, there's not a lot of opportunity to keep in contact with every single person right. from every single year. Not that, you know, I would be doing that with everyone, but even still, it's hard to, you know, keep in contact with those people because it, those groups of people keep growing and it's hard to keep in contact with everyone. Yeah. And I'm a terrible person who keeps in contact <laughs> with people anyway. So, How many years have you been here? Well, I've been on staff now for, oh, it's either 10 or 11 years. And then, of course, growing up right. here at the Hill for many more. It's, um, and and it's, it, you feel bad, too, when students come up to you, alumni will come up to you, and then you, you, rem, you remember them. But trying to remember what year yeah. they were in, <laughs> who knows? It, who it, it, just, <laughs> just, it, it gets to the point to where you almost think they were all here at the same time. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, I, I'll, you know, it's going to be fun one someday in heaven to mm-hmm. to meet up with each other and just uh, just ask, you know, okay, what happened next? Right. Yeah. What, yeah. What went and on? every once in a while we do get that right when we yes. have students who return and come and visit. Um, you have that happen. And so it's really cool to see, you know, their walk with the Lord um, and what they've, you know, gone on to after their year here. Okay. I would like to, we've had a lot of staff on the podcast, but we have never talked about this. Um, And I think our listeners would want to, to understand this, Uh, to, to be on staff um, at his hill really, I guess any torchbearer center, the, the main deciding factor is not the pay. Uh, that's, that's not, you know, you're not, you're not going to make a lot of money. You, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, you know, people are often, if they ever find out, sometimes people do find out they're actually shocked at, you know, what the pay is. Yeah. And, um, so, let's talk about that a little bit because you know i we were here for 23 years and we you know it's amazing how the lord takes care of you um but just what what does the lord if anything what does the lord had to work in your heart 
with that. You know, as you watch your friends and you, you know, you see them go on and they've got these jobs and they're buying these houses and, you know, and all this that's going on. What, what's, what's, what does the Lord do in your heart with that? Well, it can be tough at times um, because you can see, um, like you said, what they go on to. And, and, and honestly, I mean, if you really tear it down, it's all just material things and it's not really worth much anyways um, in the aspect of what the Lord is doing. But at the same time, you know, we all like to have nice things. And so I'm not saying that we don't have nice things, but it takes a little bit more um, time and it you have to really evaluate what's worth having in the end. Um, but I mean, I've always had the heart of, if this is where the Lord has me, um, he's going to supply what I need. And right. so if I need something, then I'm going to have to trust him for it. And if he wants me to have it, then he's more than capable of providing. Um, and so just having that mindset and being reminded of that is something that he got to remember especially when you're in here at the hill. Yeah. And I think for me too, like um, for me, a big thing giving up was college. Like I mm. had always planned to go to college after my gap year and everything. And then when Charlie asked me if I wanted to come on staff, that was something where I was like, Oh, well that's not like the, what you do. The next thing is college. And so I think for me, that was something just bringing it before the Lord and realizing like, I really felt clearly like he wanted me to stay here. And so giving up that college degree, which in the world's eyes is so valuable and like for a job and everything in the future and just trusting that the Lord would provide, um, after that. And so, yeah, I think just resting in him with, um, not having a college degree and yet realizing like if I'm doing what the Lord is wanting me to do, that's all I really need to be worried about right now. And so I think that is a big thing for me at least was giving up college. But yeah, I would say with even what Levi said, the whole money thing, like the Lord is always provided, if not even blessed us even more with things than I would have thought, <laughs> like mm. being on staff and people are so generous, they'll donate things. And I think it's just so sweet to see how so many times the Lord's just provided things when, um, yeah, we needed it or even when we didn't just a blessing um, right. in the end. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys, your heart with all of that. You know, it's, because, you know, Levi, I know like being the husband, it, it, you know, there's always things that go through your, your mind oh, and, yeah. and you know, the, the Lord, you know, for those 23 years that we were here often, you know, the Lord would have to say, you know, just pull me aside yeah. and just have a talk with me. Yeah. You know, you know, do you, do you really believe I've got this? Do you really believe I'm your life or do you need something else? Right. You know, and uh, and just that rem that reminder that he would always bring to me that, you know, if if he's taking care of the of the birds of the sky, you know, you know, just keep seeking me, and I'll take care of you, yeah. you know. And you know, and I used to joke, but mean it, <laughs> <laughs> that my plan was just to die here, yeah. you know, just never leave. And you know, it's fine. I figured if I get old enough, what are they going to do with me? You know, there's no going to put me out on the street. <laughs> right. And and there's a cemetery here on the property, mm -hmm. so we're good to go. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I, uh, but you know, really, I, I was very content though. You know, that that this is this is where we're just going to stay, and the Lord changed that very quickly. Um, 
out of I did not expect it when it happened. It came very quickly and we we left. But then the Lord showed us and, and it's been just, you know, very miraculous how the Lord's done it. I mean, it's a long story, but but how he has taken care of us mm-hmm. and in big ways that we you know that we you know all he continues to show himself faithful i was telling somebody uh yesterday or on sunday um we were a, a, another newlywed couple and and he's looking for work and and was just trying to encourage him in what he already knows and is he's already trusting the lord and he's walking in this but just trying to encourage him with that you know that mm-hmm. That, uh, you know, Arlene and I have been married for 30, over 36 years now, and there's never been a time together that we have been lacking, you know, for what we need and never a time where he has not given us more than what we need. And I can remember times when, you know, we were, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of money, but still the Lord just provided. Well, having said that, I do want to, and, and, you know, uh, because I've never brought this up uh, on the podcast and, and we're, you know, I think uh, including the, the quick reminders that we do, I think we're over a hundred podcasts, uh, oh, wow. episodes. Uh, but I, and I'm, I guess a little, okay, how do you say this? You know, always, but, mm-hmm. but I do want the listeners to understand that, that our, our staff, these people that you've, you've been getting to know and, and, and it's never been for this intent either, but just so you know, and uh, especially, you know, our alumni that the staff really do not come here because it's a, it's a lucrative, a very lucrative decision. <laughs> That's not yeah. what's involved in it, but they're here out of obedience to the Lord and they pour into the, they pour into lives every year. And so, you know, if you would, you know, just, you know, if if you would consider praying about, you know, helping out with that, so just sending support, uh, that would be something that, uh, you know, that would be a real blessing and something that was taught to me, um, through those years is that we need to be a blessing where we've been blessed. Um, and so, you know, I, I would encourage our alumni to be praying about that and, um, and, and to maybe contact the office and just ask, you know, what's the process of being able to do that. But anyway, not wanting to make a big thing out of that, just mm-hmm. to make sure that people are aware of it. So, um, what's, uh, what, what are some of the big things that are going on in the Hill right now that you guys are involved in? Um, well, I would say the biggest thing that's going on right now is, um, we're building a new gym. Uh, not that I have a lot to do with that process, but that's quite a big building and takes quite a bit of money. And so that's a big thing that's going on. Um, but we have a few other smaller projects that we've been doing. We've been renovating a few of the guest houses and mm-hmm. we've been doing some other maintenance type things that have maybe been on the back burner for a little while and we have opportunity to take care of. And then of course there's always the things that you don't account for that are (laughs) still breaking and taking care of. So, um, I would say the gym is probably the biggest one, but we're also adding some more cabins up at, uh, camp for the summertime. Um, and we're doing other things like that. Yeah. That's 
you know, when you talked about the gym, it made me think of, you know, all the years you and I played basketball together there and I don't <laughs> do that anymore, but, uh, but you're still playing with, with the students and, yeah. and you've got many years left, but, uh, isn't that something to see that, you know, that the, the gym that's been there forever is yeah. gone yeah. and, and now we're getting ready for something that's, wow, it's going to be really nice. It is. And yeah. I honestly didn't think that I was going to be here for that. <laughs> I really didn't either. You know, I, I didn't think I'd ever see that either, but you know, yeah. just the things that the Lord's been doing the last few years on the property here has, you know, I, I think it's taken me back. Yeah. And just make making me, you know, the Lord just using it for me personally is that, you know, don't put anything beyond me. You know, right. what we need, you know, he provides and more. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's just it's really neat to, to and it's a privilege to watch that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, and especially with COVID that everybody has just gone through, you know, the yeah. expectation was is that when it happened, we weren't sure if school was going to be able to continue. Right. And then when it did, um, we had so much interest of people wanting to still come. Yeah. Even though there was at the beginning different things that would hinder them from coming. And even some of them still have things like the internationals trying to come over. Um, but yet we've had the biggest enrollments that we've ever had since way back in the day. And so it's crazy to think that because of those things, you know, the Lord has brought in more people, even though there's such a fear of health concern and all everything that happened with that. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, we, I think for years now we can say like for decades, I think now we can say we've had just incredible student bodies one after another, after another, but something about the ones that we've had, you know, th- these last few years, especially this year, what I'm seeing is there is an unreal seriousness, Yeah. you know, that wanting something of substance, yeah. you know, that, you know, and I'm, and I'm talking to torchbearers from other centers and they're seeing the same thing. And I'm wondering if, you know, the, that's not what the Lord, the good that the Lord's bringing out of all this craziness that we've been through is that people right. have been segregated from each other. People that, you know, we're getting students here that haven't been around people for a long time. Yeah. And, and they're just, they're, you know, the, the, everybody's been shook. Yeah. And they're, they're really wanting something that's solid. And it's just neat to see, it, it, it's neat to see them, you know, running to the Lord and, and profiting, you know, just really taking a good hard look at Jesus and, and to see what he's doing in their hearts is, it's exciting. It see. is. It yeah. is very exciting. And Rachel, what about you? What are some of the big things that you're, you're, uh, you're involved in? Yeah. Well, like Levi said, I think updating guest housing has been something recently. Um, but yeah, I oversee the girls on work day and stuff. And that's been funny too. In the last few years, we've just had so many more girls right. than, yeah. <laughs> than normal. And so, um, yeah, just being able to oversee them and taking care of the property that the Lord's blessed us with has just been a huge thing that's been, um, encouraging for me to realize. And, um, yeah, finding jobs with different, um, things around the property, really, I've been updating a lot of different things and yeah, just really blessed by that. Do you get, now you have like, do you have one or two more helpers than you usually have? Yeah. So I have, um, a intern assistant. Yeah. yeah because there's just, there's so yeah, much. Yeah, there's so much. And yeah. I have second year girls that help me in the afternoons as well. And so, yeah, so there's times where it's a little slower, but for the most part, I feel like this year has been pretty busy and we've had so many guests come through, which is a blessing. And yeah, it's um, exciting. We're getting ready to prepare for um, ladies retreat and just thinking of all that. And 
yeah, so we've been yeah. able to use it a lot. <laughs> you know, that's interesting that you said that so many guests, I've noticed that too, since yeah. we've moved back mm-hmm. here, there are so many people that come in and out mm-hmm. just visiting. Yeah. And that's great. You know, it's yeah. really exciting to see. Even this week, we have an unreal number of potential students mm-hmm. who are here for a taste and see, see what it's like to be here. Yeah. Um, these, you know, housing is full. Um, yeah. the, the fish house is packed. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's really exciting to see. Well, guys, I appreciate you spending time with us and uh, for just being willing to sit down. Like I said before, both of you so busy sitting down, taking some time out this morning and talking with me about all this. Really, I appreciate you both as a couple. I appreciate you guys being here, doing what you're doing. Um, you, you know, it's uh, it, it's really a blessing because things don't happen here. You know, just practical things do not happen here without the two of you. And I really appreciate that. I really do. And so thank you for giving us the time. Thank you for serving the Lord. Thank you for your hearts. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for listening to the His Hill podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed tuning in to hear from Levi and Rachel Walgamut and that you were encouraged by what the Lord has done in both of their lives. We are accepting second year applications here at the Hill for the 2023-2024 school year until March 31st. If you have completed a first year through Torchbearers or are about to complete your first year, you are eligible to apply. Our second year program seeks to disciple students to sanctify Christ as Lord in their hearts, both inside and outside the classroom. If you or someone you know is interested in applying, please visit our website at hishill.org for more information or to apply. We would love to have you here in the fall. Once again, you've been listening to the His Hill podcast featuring our host, Kelly Doherty, along with two of our staff members, Levi and Rachel Walgamut. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this week. Remember to keep your eyes fixed on Christ alumni. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I'm Lizzie, and we'll see you next week.